episode 20. We're live. Yes, sir. <laughs> Back with Summer. Summer's joining us for a week two. Riley's still out of commission for a little while, so we're just going to kick it for a little bit for Summer. Most of you guys know her from last week. If you missed last week, go check it out and then come back and watch this. listen to this episode. What's going on, man? How are you? Mm. I've been good. There's been a fruit fly uh, in my apartment all weekend. There's been multiple because I definitely killed one of them <laughs> when I was watching uh, UFC on my laptop last night. I squished one on a screen. Ooh. And now there's another one back. I thought there was only one. There was two. Oh, my God. Fruit fly. You and these fruit flies. Last time, what was it? A spider that went in your eye? Now it's a fruit fly. Oh, I hope there was no <laughs> spiders that went in my eye. I don't remember that bullshit. But there's definitely... I know what the fruit flies are from because I started um, eating bananas. So I only like eating bananas when they're like almost brown. Oh, not, yeah. not almost brown, but like they got brown all over them. But then when you open it, there's no brown on the banana. So it's, it so. makes them real sweet. Right. Real sweet. I don't like having any green. If there's green on the banana still, I won't eat it. Okay. So once all the green is gone, the wait like five more days and then I'll eat it. But then it's a short That's window. That's mush. It's probably nah. it's probably mushy by then. It's not too mushy yet. If you can touch it and it's soft, then it's too soft. You waited too long. Okay. There's only like a four or five day window that I can eat bananas. Otherwise, yeah. I waited too long or it's too early. I have this thing about textures. Like if I if I peel open a banana and it looks fine, but I bite into it and it's like, I don't want to say, dr- you ever had like a dry banana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like it, it's like dry and it's soft. I, you, you're not going to catch me eating a banana that day. So they're not, they're not dry. Okay. They're definitely not dry. They're juicy. They're right. just really, they're definitely softer. They're not firm. They're not... When I think of like a green banana, I think of like a plantain. Yeah, true. I think like you better cut that up and make some Fry dinner. Fry it up. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's not a snack. That's yeah. fucking dinner. Like that's a carb. Fair. <laughs> Fair. So I can't eat a banana like that because it just tastes like dinner food, not like a snack. So I have to wait till it gets real sweet and then I'll eat it. It's still pretty firm. It's still got I'll like let, texture. I'll let you have it. I, it's like can't, I can't tell you to try it because you have to like bananas or you just kind of gauge it yourself and then you yeah. eat what you like. But if you never had it like real sweet, try it. Just I'm keep right. just keep pushing the boundaries. Just push, <laughs> make it go like a day or One two past day. where you're used to, right? Yeah, and just ease into it until you find what you like. I'm, I'll try it out. Yo, w- when you eat steak, do you cut it and take a bite and cut it and take a bite, or do you cut the whole steak before you like? start eating your meal oh i cut and take a bite oh thank god <laughs> oh thank god our friendship was on the line <laughs> you feel the tension <laughs> oh my god my heart was racing that whole time oh so so was i oh my Uh-oh. god my god was about to cut the wrong wire Jeez. <laughs> cut the red wire <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah, but i, I do i know a lot of people that cut like cut it into different pieces and they need it like it depends on the mood i guess like every once in a blue moon i'll cut them up but i feel like that's just what i, I might as well just eat wings doing yeah. all that damn work doing God all that damn. work there's yeah. no there's I, I think i think there's a direct link between people who don't take a single bite of their food cut up all their protein and then begin eating and sociopaths. I think there's a direct link between the two because there's no, there's no way. There's no Has way. To be. Has to be. I mean, ah, I mean, uh, unless 
your mom did it for you and you're still like six years old, that makes sense. True, true, true. But like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> ah, that's a you tough ever one. been to a, uh, a boiling so crab work. before? Boiling crab? Yeah. No. I've or been like to, a, I've been to, I've never been to like, you mean like a crab boil? No. Like the restaurant or like a, a crab shack? I've been to a restaurant and then I got a crawfish. That's the same shit, right? <laughs> no. You know the place where they bring <laughs> out like a bag of your food and drop that shit in front of you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never done it. Okay. I know somebody who used to peel every single one of their shrimp before they started eating it all. And there's absolutely no there's no way. Peel a whole pound of shrimp before you take one bite of food. Have you ever met anybody who's taken all the meat off of wings? And then put all the bones to the side and then just dug in with like a fork or a spoon or something? I No. There's That's how no wild way. your friend sounds. Yeah, exactly. Might as exactly. well just do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Who That's does ridiculous. that? No, That's crazy. Yeah. So, I, so recently I feel like I've been diving into – it's crazy that I say this because I've lived on like both coasts. Like Washington. I've been to Maine. Like all the spots where seafood's hot. I've been there, right. and now that I'm in the Midwest, I'm finally diving into like eating shrimp all the time. And, no. and it's like <laughs> there's like <laughs> southern restaurants all over the place. So I've just been diving in and seeing what they got, and there's some hot spots out here. You, you no, you waited, you waited for the wrong place. What does it even taste I like? I know I did wait way too long. It tastes like everyone bought it at Costco. Is what it fucking tastes <laughs> like. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably the freshest oh, shit around man. here. <laughs> oh my goodness. What you been up to this week, though? That shit is so funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny you say that. I actually had shrimp cocktail like last week. I think. Oh my goodness! Maybe goodness. it was this week. I don't remember. That shit was good as hell. But, like like uh, the frozen frozen circle of of shrimp. Yeah, cocktail? yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, little yeah. one. I like the little shrimps because if they get like the jumbo shrimps, that's yeah. too much shrimp. It's too chewy. I don't like it. Too much shrimp. Yeah, that makes sense. That, like, <laughs> it's too much of a good thing. Right. There is such thing as too much of a good thing. That's fair. And shrimp is one of those things. But this week. Uh, you know, as soon as Friday hits, my brain just flushes everything. Turns off. And then when Monday comes back, I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope I remember everything from last week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, Friday, um, my shorty went and hung out with a bunch of people. So I was just hanging up by myself all weekend. And I was like acting like a child, like going to bed at like 3 a.m., playing games, eating like muffins for dinner muffins (laughs) (laughs) ramen i tactically acquired some chinese food and i may have dove into it (laughs) Uh, it. um, yeah unfortunately i could not read the packaging so i did not know that it was about to be spicy as hell oh damn near burned my tongue out of my mouth that shit was crazy hot but that's I like, ate the whole thing. Ate the whole thing. It's like instant karma as soon as you eat it. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. My mouth is still burning from it. But I had yeah. that, and then yeah, I've just been chilling this weekend. I didn't really do much. It was like a recharge weekend. Is what it felt like. For Friday sure. was like Friday was like all stormy. Like I think it got dark. Like you know how when it's like just starting to get dark, it's like seven eight p.m. You know, what I'm talking about like in the middle yeah. of summer or whatever. It's like starting to get dark, so the sun's down, but you can still see outside. Right, right. It was like that, but it was like 2 p.m. on Friday. Oh, what? Yeah. And so I thought it was like a little dark, but my job has like tinted windows, so you can't really tell. Right. But like I couldn't see anything. Like I couldn't even see my car outside. 
So I was like, yeah, that's weird. It's a little dark. So when I went to leave, I guess it was like real stormy outside that on Friday. So it was like windy. You could hear the wind banging against (laughs) the apartments and at work. And it was raining a little bit, but nothing crazy. Dang. Yeah, it was nuts. So that was my Friday. It was just watching the weather and making sure that I was about to get like no tornadoes or nothing. Like every day at the end of the day here, it like sprinkles just a little bit. Like just enough to like dust your car. Every single day. I, I gotta hate keep it, it nice and chilly and like refreshed. It, it definitely is refreshing out here. And the humidity doesn't stick like I thought it would. Like it definitely is not like like muggy when you walk outside. That's but, why I liked Washington so much because yeah. everyone's like, oh, ew, it rains. Yeah, but it's not humid. Right. Like when you think of rain, you think of like you're about to be all sticky all day. Your hair's yep. going to get all messed up. It's going to be nasty outside. No, it's like 60 degrees, kind of refreshing. It's a little yeah. light drizzle. It's nice as hell. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> how it is here, but my car looks disgusting, and it drives me nuts. Uh-oh. My car just has water spots all over it. Did you wash it? Where? Uh, <laughs> you said it rains every single night. You better get out there with some soap and a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit. The first couple of days it did it, I was outside with two rags wiping it off like i just you're not about to sit in here you freaking dirt stains right like i'm wiping it off like as it's drizzling and it finally lets up and i'm like there you go my car looks good come upstairs i go to bed and i walk downstairs that next very next morning it's dusted again oh, i was no. irate i was oh, so no. mad so there's no, but, this thing there's this thing that they do here where you can they probably do it everywhere but this is the first place i've ever seen it you can get like a monthly membership at a car wash. Oh, it's like twenty five bucks, and you can just go as much as you want. You I go like, like two times. You go like two times, and you pay for it. Yeah, because right now I I I probably do my car every other week. Yeah, like just wash it myself. That's how I used to do it. I needed to get back yeah. into doing that. I haven't done it in a while, but I still like detail it myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely those like little touches and whatnot. Yeah, I try to keep it clean. Like I have one of those little extension dusters that I keep in the car and then I'll spray it Ooh. with like a armor all protectant and then I'll like yeah. wipe down the dash where I can't reach it and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's all shiny for, for the next couple of days and whatnot. You're like, look at my car. Oh, yeah. And I got like a stock of uh, air fresheners in my glove box. So when I run out, I just replace it. What what uh, what little tree scent do you use? This is about to tell me uh, a lot. The only good one. Uh, there's a couple good ones. I like a couple of them, but my favorite one is the Caribbean, uh, the Caribbean something. It's like light blue. That is not what I expected you to say. Caribbean culotta or something like some shit like that. Mm. I'm gonna have to check that out. It smells crazy. It's like a coconut. It's like a fruity coconut smell. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely really a a black ice person through and through. Really? Yes. Black it ice reminds like, me of my damn dad. It smells like grown man in my car <laughs> every time I get in. <laughs> uh, every time I smell black ice, I think of my dad's semi. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, damn, where are we going this week? Texas? <laughs> I think of my dad's deodorant because it smelled damn near like black ice. Yep. It smells like grown ass <laughs> man in my car every time I get in. <laughs> That's just funny as hell. I think I knew that. Didn't you used to have a black ice one hanging from 
Because you had that one car, um, the white a one. A 1967 Volkswagen Beetle, if I do yeah, say so myself. Yeah, Kirby or Herbie <laughs> or whatever that shit was Whatever called. its name was, but that car was fucking tits, okay? For what, like two weeks until it stopped running? Lower your, lower your voice. <laughs> <laughs> what even was wrong with it? I couldn't even tell you. I have oh, no idea. No. Did it like yeah. a light come on or it, you it know was what, too old Believe for it or not, I went to Bridgeport. And uh, oh, when no I shit. came back from the field, that shit was dead to the world. No, that's yeah, I was, was up here for too long. Damn. Yep. That's all right. You're making big bucks now. You got a new car, right? You know what I mean? 2012. You feel me? <laughs> She's beautiful. My it's car has been, has been doing me right. Let me Whole tell you, I got it, right? that thing for, for four grand, and she is running beautifully. What kind beautifully. of car is it? It's a, it's a mom car. I have a Nissan Rogue. Don't even know what that is. It looks like a like a like picture a mom picking up her kids from uh, softball practice. Okay, okay. So black. like a mix between like a SUV and like a caravan. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's yep. not bad. Yeah, I I took it this weekend. Um, I went down to uh, Lake Tahoe and met yeah. up with uh, one of my old Marines. How far is that from um, where you're at? Probably like a an hour and a half. That's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad at all. Damn, we that's that big lake in uh, Michigan, right? Or am I thinking of a different one? I think you're thinking of a different one. I think you're What's thinking that? of the Great Lakes. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. <laughs> you're right. I forget not, which not one Not a great Tahoe lake, but, but it's a great lake. You know, it's nice, but it's not I've one heard of Lake Tahoe, great so lakes. I know it's a big one. I know it's yeah. a big one. That's why I was getting confused. It was super nice. We went and had fancy dinner. We didn't get dress coded. Yeah, because it was his birthday uh, about a week ago, um, and then my birthday's tomorrow. So we went out together to kind of have like a, a little joint celebration. Hey, that's and then, awesome. Uh, Happy early birthday from me. You. And I would say everybody appreciate else, but they're going to hear this on your birthday. So Oh, touche. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah thank well, happy you, birthday. Thank happy birthday. Happy you. early birthday. And everyone else, go give her a happy birthday in the review section of <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> nice give her slide, a follow nice on instagram i know she sh- she shouted it out somewhere i have to put it yep. in, uh, put it in something some something like that somewhere yeah we then we went it. to uh yosemite yosemite that's a uh, there National isn't Park. there there's like numerous entrances or am i thinking of the no there's one? there's a couple different entrances for sure because it's like within different mm-hmm. states right it no 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 it's all within california but it's in different counties for sure like you can get there of? from San Francisco. You can get there from. Oh yeah, the heck I yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Because yeah. that's where the dude climbs in the Don Wall, right? I believe so. Yes, yeah. it's either yeah, Yosemite yeah. or Yellowstone. I know exactly the documentary you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. There's a couple because yeah. there's two of them where like one guy, um, no one's ever done it before, and then yep. Um, he does he it with it like free. a buddy. He does it with like a buddy, yeah, with no protection. Yeah, and then he had to make his own protection, so he did it over the course of like a month or whatever. It yep. Took. And then the next guy went up and did it with nothing in like an hour or two. That shit is. And the guy who did it the first me. time 
coached the guy who did it the second time. Yep. It yeah, yeah, I saw cool. that one. That that made me almost change my life and become a professional rock climber. I went <laughs> to a rock climbing gym and fell off and immediately was like, nope, it's not for me. Hell they, no. They got the little hooks for you right here. I don't have to grip an actual rock and I'm you done with it. You gotta be half ape to be good at rock I climbing. Swear. That Your shit is insane. dexterity has to be insane. You gotta have Popeye forearms, bro. <laughs> you're holding on to shit with like the first three knuckles of your fingers. Yes. Yeah, that if that, if the that. first knuckle, unreal. I could Those never. Are- I I get like lost watching YouTube videos of people yeah. like testing their rock climbing abilities, and so they have oh, to yeah. hold on to like this little rock and like strap like two hundred pounds to their waist and try to hold on as long as they can. Wild. It, it could never be me. I found never. that out very quickly. It could never be me. No, nope. you got to be like tiny basically to be into that. Everyone that yeah. I know who does it is like sixty pounds, roughly. Roughly. <laughs> soaking wet yeah <laughs> soaking wet but yeah we uh we went up to yosemite we did not make it very far at all why not apparently with covid you have to have a reservation what? so yeah i i don't i don't get it we tried to make the reservation like the day before because we were like fuck it when are you gonna be in yosemite ever again it's like a national forest right yeah 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 so what you gotta like reserve a spot in a field that can't you let you just go no so you just you just reserve like a, a basically like a ticket to get in because um they don't want too many people there because of covid and whatnot because so the they park monitor, is so small i don't think want so so many people in the same area i get I it takes three hours to get from the entrance that I was at to the San Francisco entrance. So I can't imagine it's super big, but I tried to finesse it. I try. I was like, Oh, you know, cause they you can get at the other gate. We could come in. Exactly. <laughs> cause you can, uh, you can commute through it. Like if you're leaving through to uh, San Francisco, uh, they'll let you go through for three hours. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. That's what I'm actually doing. And the, the freaking park ranger was like, no, because we collect the pass at the other gate. And I was like, so what happens if you don't get it? Are you going to like spin up, you know, like search and rescue? Right. And they were like, well, no, but, and I was like, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Did y'all get yeah. in? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. It was so, yeah, the way up there though was so gorgeous. We stopped like six times on the way up there. There's like lakes and, and mountains, and there's like no no shit. Like when you're going through it, like you drive through like a piece of desert and then a piece of forest, and then you get to like this snowy area. Like it was gorgeous the That's whole way so up. Cool. It was so gorgeous. That's so I wasn't so cool. even half mad. I was like, you know what? You do your job, freaking park ranger hat person, <laughs> and then and then I'll I'll freaking leave. But I'm definitely gonna try and schedule to go back because it was it was gorgeous just trying to get in there. True, damn, yeah, it was I know. So pretty. Did you? How much were the tickets? Is it expensive? Because I want to go there well, eventually. If you're uh, a vet, it's for free. You get oh, life what? forever passes to all national parks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, your boy has uh, his national park pass. That's me, your boy. What? Um, yeah, you just go anytime like you go to the entrance of a national park. If you flash them your military ID, they'll let you right in or your vet ID. They'll let you right in. Um, but uh, if you want, like you can you just fill out a little form and they give you one of the year long passes. And then every year you just get it renewed. What? I need Yo. to find out where the closest national parks are. To me. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's wild. That's crazy. so cool. 
I live right next where I actually live. I live literally 15 minutes away from a national park and I go there probably once, twice a week. Like and I find something new park? every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can see the whole thing from the entrance? No, no. So, <laughs> so that's what I thought too. I was like, okay, so I'm going to go out there and see sand. Flat, like, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's rocks. And there's, if you go far enough in um, from where I'm at, you can, uh, there's a garden. And it's like all these desert wildflowers and it's green and lush what? and fucking gorgeous. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I know where I'm at now. Um, my shorty is like a super hippie. Mm-hmm. So she loves flowers and nature and being outside. So, you know, my apartment is full of fucking flowers. Yeah. And I got shit out on the porch and we got a watering can. And there you go. And now I'm kind of into it because she's into <laughs> it. So what she's interested in, I'm interested in. As you and should. So, right, right, right. So I see her <laughs> caring about it. So if she's not here, I have to make sure I water them so they don't die while she's gone or I'm a bad boyfriend. No, that's facts. So, so there's this place here called the Botanical Gardens. I guess there you go. there's places like that all over the place. I didn't yep. know that either. Yeah, Botanical um, Gardens are 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 gorgeous. I, we haven't been yet. I haven't oh. been with her. She's been a couple of times, but I haven't been with her. And I know she's going again soon because her friend's coming in from Alaska. Oh, okay. Um, so she's going to go with her, but I know I need to go out there with her because she really likes going there and she talks about it all the time. Yeah. Botanical gardens are always super pretty. True. I love it. I'm, I, I have slowly become uh, an outdoor person. Yeah. It, it used to be uh, Alex and I would do anytime we would go on like a vacation together, we would do one like crazy activity mm-hmm. throughout our vacation. Now it's like, the the outdoor activities supersede the the actual thing we went to go out and do. Like, <laughs> True. One time, Alex and I went to L.A. and we did this hike, uh, the Bridge to Nowhere hike. Uh huh. I think Listen, that sounds familiar. I think I, maybe I've seen <sighs> pictures. It is probably it's probably only like ten miles ish. It took us all day to get there and back. All day. Don't make that face. Damn. You have to hike through a stream you have to so the the trail is a little bit poorly maintained what kind of location was it was it like wooded was it like deserty it was it was wooden mountainous i would describe it as okay (laughs) that's that's not an official term i got you that makes sense i'm picturing it in my head now it's like it's like wooded and it's got like this stream that turns into a rapid the closer you get to the bridge oh that's cool so at some points of the hike you're like waist almost chest deep in the water climbing in between like a valley type thing it was insane it was insane yeah we did like three maybe four hikes that weekend and the the weekend was just us like reuniting and going out to party and instead we ended up hiking the whole time (laughs) it's getting insane yeah i know there's places out here where i'm at that are pretty good spots to hike at i haven't done any of them yet i know there's one where there's like areas Cause I see paths all the time around here where you can like ride your bike through and shit and you can take it from like city to city cause yeah. it's so long. Yeah. Um, and there's lakes around here all the time that are all over the place where the, the little paths basically go right in front of. So you can walk on paths, ride your bike, um, go from city to city, see lakes, all that shit. And I haven't done any of them yet. I know some of them have like tunnels that you can go through and shit. Yeah. They look tunnels. really cool. I've seen pictures, but. I haven't done any of them yet, and I want to get a kayak for out here. You know, I saw a kayak on sale the other day at a Walmart. Yeah, and I almost bought it. 
if I had the the equipment to strap it up on my car, I would have gotten it. See that because I also want that too. I think that shit looks pretty cool. You see, it looks so cool. Kayak on the roof. Come on now. You know he's spontaneous. You know, spontaneous as hell. Come on now. Nah, but I do. I do want to get it because it's a cheap hobby. You spend like two, three hundred bucks at once, and then now every weekend you can go chill on the water. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. If you keep that kayak on your car, though, the extra weight does it make you run out of gas faster? Oh, maybe. Like just to flex on other people. I don't know how much gas it would eat up, though, because I've definitely carried around shit in my car that was way heavier than a kayak. Yeah, true. That's true. Kayaks aren't that heavy. Yeah. You, It'd be are, more about like disrupting the air, but it wouldn't even true. be pointy. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I'm not a fast. I'm not a fast kind of person on the road. I'm not either. Yeah. I'll get there when the hell I get there. If I'm mad, I'm usually, I'll speed up a little bit. No. If I'm mad, I'm going to go slower to disrupt the people behind me. (laughs) (laughs) I I will do that. If they're riding my ass, I'll go slower. Absolutely. I just bumped into my mic with my damn headphones. Unbelievable. I need to dust my mic. The shit is dirty as hell. Rookie. Well, because it's like tucked into a corner when I'm not using it, because it's like out in the living room, but. The way that it's set up, I can basically just turn it and it's out of the way, everything. Oh, true. So I just see, you can see the wall. You well, yeah. you can see it. They can't see it, but the wall is like right <laughs> there. And then I just turn it and it's behind this chair and it's out of the way and it's not in anyone's. It's like just way back there. Right. So I don't get, to, it doesn't get touched with the, with the duster, but it needs, it needs to. I just stuttered a little bit. If you dusty, just say that. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. You know, speaking of gas, are you the type of person that fills up when it's a quarter tank or you're riding E for a couple of days? So speaking of gas, Uh-oh. this just came up today, actually. So no I, since I started my new job. It's so close to home. Like yeah. so close to home. Like as in uh, uh, I've now worked two full weeks. Uh, one full week and then four days. So yeah. basically two full weeks. And I'm still on the same tank of gas. There it's you not go. Even, it's not even half empty yet. And wow. I come home every day for lunch. Wow. That's how close it is. It's nice. That is nice. That is <laughs> but, real nice. So normally <laughs> I'll fill up at about a quarter tank. And then I'll fill it up. And then when it gets down to about a quarter tank, I'll fill up again. Like I normally mm. don't wait for the light to come on, but occasionally it'll get me. It'll catch me. You know, if I, if I know where I am, like if I'm, if I'm home and I'm, I know I'm going back and forth to work, I'll watch the light come on, on my way to work. (laughs) I'll go to work. Right. I just won't go anywhere that day. And then I will drive all the way home and convince myself I'll fill it up tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And then tomorrow is cold as hell in the morning. And then you got to stand out there and you're already running late because you don't want to get up in the morning. So you don't, you don't get gas the next day. Nope, morning. and I and drive all the way to work, <laughs> then and then I go like get gas during lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so I I've let that been puppy there. ride. So I will. That's funny that you say that because I normally I don't change my gas rules, don't matter what, unless I'm driving long distance. Yeah, and I don't know when the next one's gonna be. Same, but like, like when I used to work in Kansas City, it was like a thirty minute drive back and home or to work and back or whatever. <clears throat> and there were some spots where like I didn't know where I was going because I'm not from the area. So right. I wasn't super familiar once I started getting closer to the city. But if I was ever like running low on gas and I needed gas, I would just get off as long as I was like outside the city. So I wouldn't have to deal with traffic and shit. 
Right. But if it was like a sketchy area and I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't, if I'm not sure where I'm at, like I'm not used to the area, I'm, I'm filling up at like, it just passed half a tank. Like <laughs> there's no in between for me either. I'm, I'm filling up when I definitely don't need to, or I'm riding that baby. I was That's driving somebody to work. Uh, and she was like, I, I don't mean to alarm you, but your gaslight is on. I was like, yeah, I know it's day two. <laughs> she was like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I know my car. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, who are you riding with? Your mom? Jeez. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, uh, one of my homegirls was, uh, doing training on, on the base that I, I work at and she was staying with me, um, while she was there. And so I was bringing her out to, out to her, her spot. And she was like, uh, n- no big deal, but your gas light's on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she looked at you like, ah, start texting her friend, this motherfucker. I told her her light was on. She said she knew. Will you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like texting everybody she knows. Like, hey, do you do you have a gas can just in case? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I will let that boy go. I'll let oh it go. Gosh. What is gas prices out where you're at? So where I'm at currently, literally, if I go 15 minutes that way, don't ask me what cardinal direction that is because I have no idea. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, Does anybody except like police? It's northwest. Yeah, I have no idea. I, northwest on you know John I Hopkins Street. <laughs> but, I bet Riley. Where the fuck could, is that? I bet Riley could orient himself real quick. Probably, I cannot. Yeah, I can't. You can. You can pay me enough money. I could if you gave me a compass. Even then, I might struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a compass figured out. It might take me like 10, 15 minutes to get the hang of it again, but I think right. I can figure it out. The center hold method. Let me let me figure <laughs> this shit out real quick. Like just wait till it gets dark. I remember you got to line up the two the two lights. Yep. But I then I remember you have to set the lights, so yes. it's really still on being able to read a compass. Yeah, yeah. But gas right right down the hill here is five forty nine a gallon. Five forty nine. There's no way. That's I'm walking wild. But but where Mine. I live, it's probably uh like like four oh two right Fucking now. Premium out there. So, uh, regular degular schmegular gas. Jeez. Five dollars. That is a lot. I knew it was going to be pricier because it's out on the West Coast, but yeah, I think out here we're at like two fifty or something. Two fifty. Like yeah, two fifty. Two fifty or three fifty. Yo, can you say. mail me some? I know. I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Let me check. Two fifty. Because I won't be giving out wrong prices. I'm about to pull it up. Yeah, I have to. Because I know it's lower, but I just don't know how much. Yeah, two sixty nine. That's insane. That is yeah. insane. Welcome to the Midwest, right? Now you see why I moved out here. Yeah, that's not a bad call. <laughs> Damn, I knew it was gonna be crazy expensive because I remember, it, like in San Diego, it would be crazy expensive. Yeah, the closer you get was, to the city, yep. Because I remember jump. seeing like the gas station right outside the airport, like on your way home. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how I would gauge it. Like, Steep. good thing I'm not living in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still it's super expensive right now for for little to no reason. That's just wild. Yeah. It was crazy expensive in Seattle too. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I need to text my buddy to find out what gas prices are up there because I try to like pay attention to how it is everywhere that I was living. See how, see if I made the right choices. Yeah. <laughs> so far, you in the green. <laughs> so far, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I'll say so myself. Yo, so uh, <laughs> today when we were um, when we were going up towards Yosemite, not actually in there, uh, I'm I'm slightly not a lot, like it's not a big thing, but I'm slightly afraid of heights. Like I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm just I have like a like I'm health like healthily cautious. Yeah, yeah, so am I. So am I. You know, like, like um the Holyoke Mall back home. I yep. wouldn't get too close to the glass rail. Yeah, just in case <laughs> it moves too. Those little seated areas they yeah. move a little bit. Yep. Oh my gosh, I couldn't get too close because what if someone just comes and bumps and is just fucking around? And that's it. And that's then it. you slipped. You slipped. See, I would I'll, call I'll that a, a healthy fear. Yeah. Yep. Or like when people when people like fake jump scare you and then you actually get too scared and you fall over. Yep. Mm, see. Absolutely. Yep. I'm not. But I, I, I see that, that but I. I do really risky things in part. It's like, like kind of like I'm, I'm going to conquer my fear today. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, when I was living in Japan, there's this bridge that connects uh, two of the islands. Yeah, as in I, you do risky things with heights or yes. in general, you do risky things. Both. I'll say both. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll say That's both. Fair. That's fair. But in this particular instance, I jumped off a bridge into a body of water um, it took me probably like like forty five minutes to work up the courage. Like I sat on the top of the bridge and looked. Wait a minute. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I've seen the video. I've seen the video because yes. I remember I was watching the video or I've seen it somewhere. And maybe it was, was like one of your memories that popped up yeah. online or something. And it was like just the hype up part before you would yeah. jump, and then it, the rest of the video was cut off. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? You're gonna post this and not show you jump off the damn bridge?" And I it have a video. So it looks so weird because there were just cars driving over the bridge yeah. as if like nothing's going on. Americans jumping off the damn bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit looks so funny. Yeah. So I, I do slightly risky things. I feel, and I say this with a beat of caution, but I feel slightly invincible. Like if somebody were to tell me, hear me out. Jumped if someone were to bridge, tell me, feels invincible. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's not even <laughs> that. I hiked Mount Fuji with none preparation whatsoever. Okay, right? you walked up. Congrats. Don't come for me. But hear me out. I feel <laughs> like if someone humble. were to tell me, like, hey, you have to hike Mount Everest tomorrow. Here's all the gear you need. I'd be like, oh, all right, here I go. Yeah. So would like, I. Like I feel like I could do it. So do I. See, I think not I'm not not, not right now. Uh, in my prime for sure. Like no, when I, I was in the military, like, yeah, cook easily. I basically. But I feel did. like if next week they were like, "Hey, bro, like I'm sorry to let you know this, but you you have to go hike Mount Everest. Here's your gear. Here's an oxygen tank. Good luck." I feel okay. like you'd do it. I feel like I would think that I could do it. We probably both would not be able to do it. True. I mean, realistically, <laughs> people train their entire lives. Right, people get mad at us, like, "Oh, they think they could do it." Nah, no, no way, we do it. We're not actually going to pick it up. <laughs> right. But in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, I do it." Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was me that was my whole thought process in the military was like when we do all these crazy hikes. I mean, granted, I, we were on the East Coast, and no hills, and no hills. Shut up. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember, like during hikes, it would just you just zone out, you're just walking, right? And then the whole mindset is, 
what, bitch, you can't walk? Yeah, exactly. You, walk? you, th- you think I can't walk 20 miles? Bro? Right. Relax. You can't walk? Oh, you said Are you running? Walk. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep right. walking. Just zone out. Think about that burger you're about to eat when as soon as you're done. Yeah, exactly. Like, relax. Or the gummy bears was... you have in your back pocket. Exactly. Like, chill. Like, <laughs> I used to love hikes because I could just zone out and do my own thing and just fucking chill and vibe and, and just be my think about what I literally anything I wanted to, but still be awake and not be wasting time. Right. Like I could zone out and not be wasting time. You, when you think, do you have a, a voice in your head? Ooh, yeah, it's mine. Yeah. Like the, but you can actually like speak words in your head. Yeah. I talk back to myself out loud when I'm alone. Yeah. I mean, that's weird, but it is a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Remember earlier when you said something about like psychotic tendencies are tied to yeah. whether or not you cut up your meat before yes. you eat at the whole meal. Uh, there are also psychotic tendencies to the random shit that I do throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> like for oh, sure, I, I talk out, to myself. I found out some people don't have a voice in their head. Like they just whisper to themselves no 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 like there's nothing audible like they're just they just feel their emotions and then like act on them like you know how like i can be in my head like i feel like there's layers too i'm not crazy i feel like there's layers too like like i can like speak to myself in my head i guess right but then there's also like the subconscious words that be going just kind of on their own i don't hear anything it's just in my brain all right but uh, some people don't hear anything at all. Like, you know how, like, you're like, hmm, like, I'm hungry. I could really go for something to eat, right, in your head. Some people just feel hunger, and they'll be like, I'm going to go get something to eat. But they don't say that in their brain. Oh, no, that's weird. That's so weird. Now, I feel like that's more weird than talking to yourself and hearing, an auto, hearing your voice or a voice in your head. Yeah. They're, Mine's they're my cool. own voice. Mine, I, I think, is my voice. Hold on. Let me ask. Yeah. <laughs> let me think about something real quick. Uh, no, no, yeah. But, like, for sure, it's my, like, mine is my voice. And then, like, if I'm alone, like, I'll think something and then I'll chuckle out loud and then I'll, like, r- make a smart remark back to myself, basically. Right. Like, back to what I just thought. Like, ha, oh, yeah, that would be funny or some shit like that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. <laughs> but, like, I do that, like, when I'm playing games, too. Like, so if I'm playing a game by myself, like Madden or 2K or whatever, and I'm just, like, I miss a shot. I'm like, fuck. And then I'll go back and rewind it. And then I'll, like, watch it. And, like, okay, remember this for next time. It was BB to the left. And then it's in your <laughs> offhand. <laughs> like, I try to remember different shit. And yeah. it's just like sometimes I'd never even open my mouth. And sometimes I'm talking back and forth with the voice in my head. So Right. No, see, I, I get that. Some people just have no. And that shit blew my mind. Blew my well. mind. Who told you that? One of your friends? TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it was TikTok. <laughs> but, as soon as <laughs> but as soon as I saw the video, I went back and started looking it up. And I found out that uh, some people don't picture items in their head either. And I feel like I'm more on that side of the spectrum. Like when you think of like, like close your eyes and think of a cup. Can you actually see a cup? I just saw a red solo cup. See, I, I see. I don't know if I can actually see a cup or if I'm just thinking cup. You know what I mean? 
I think I'm just thinking cup and then maybe like I can see an outline if it's something simple or like like yeah. see like a round outline or a square outline or you know what I mean? For sure. Maybe yeah, some people it. don't don't like this it's like a spectrum, like a like a sliding scale. Like some people can clearly see exactly what it is you're telling them to envision in their brain and some people just think of okay, a cup. Mm. Instead of like actually picturing it. You know what happens when I close my eyes? Um, you know, when you close your eyes and it's dark, you can tell that it's dark, but then when you close your eyes and it's light out or someone has a flashlight right in front of your eyes, you can tell. Yes. Every time I close my eyes, it's like someone's doing this and I can feel it. <laughs> Putting their hand in front of your face. Yeah, like it feels like there's a face, <laughs> like I'm in a horror movie and there's a face directly in front of my face. Yeah. Or someone's about to hit me or something had fallen hit me or Every, anyone could come in here and my face is vulnerable to attack and you, if you i want to get I, hit the first hit i want i don't want it to be my face so i always have to cover my eyes and my face when i go to sleep you know what i think they call that what anxiety no i don't think it's anxiety because like i know i have anxiety about different things but I never considered that to be part of the whole anxiety because in general, I'm not nervous or, or feeling anxious when I'm going to bed. I'm just trying to go to bed. But but you feel hands in eyes, your face. When I close my eyes, I feel vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, bro. <laughs> That's anxiety. God That's anxiety. <laughs> Maybe I should bring that up to my therapist. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. When I finally get a signed one, I'm still waiting on that shit. You, you know, know how that one? goes. No, nah, because you got. I went in for one, and I thought I was getting one, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you don't need to make an appointment. You just walk in." So I walked in, and they were like, "Okay, so in a couple months, you should be on the lookout for a phone call." I like, hate that about the VA. Yeah, you're like on a waiting list. Like we only have so many doctors available, or whatever. Yeah, so. I I feel like everybody should be mandated to talk to a therapist at least once a month. I feel like. And also, like in the military, when you're getting out, no matter how long you've been in, they make you go through this week-long course where it's like, okay, here's how to build a resume. We're going to help right. you build a resume to get ready to be a civilian again. And here's how you should act in a professional workplace. And this is how you're supposed to act in a civilian world and all this stuff to help you transition into getting into the civilian world again and getting a normal job. And so they have all this stuff and they make you do that. It's mandatory that you do a week of that. And I feel like they should also make it mandatory that you go through like some, some, some kind of psych eval. I a hundred percent agree. And then they should 100%. be like, okay, you, you're going to need a therapist and we're going to set you up with one where you're going to be living when you get out. Right. I feel like they should do that. Yeah. I think, I think especially in the military, I think everybody needs a therapist. Just, just maybe like once a month, just go check in. Cause yeah. there's way too many people that just in general, not just the military only, but like way too many people in general that are like, yeah, you know, I got some leftover trauma and some PTSD. I'm just, mm -hmm. just raw dogging it out here. <laughs> or, or like people who just don't even know. Cause like I've yeah. had all this shit and I feel like I've had it for quite a while, but I never knew what it was until someone told me what it was. Like when I described it to somebody, like I felt comfortable enough with someone. I think it was Cole, my buddy that I was living with in Washington that I deploy with. I think it was him. We were just talking one day and then I was describing certain things and he was like, oh yeah, that's anxiety, dude. Yeah. And I was like, well, nah. What? Because I was outgoing and I was like, how can I be outgoing and have anxiety? Like anxiety is for people who are like depressed or whatever. 
like I'm not depressed. I'm always in a good mood. I'm always having fun. I'm always outgoing. That doesn't make any sense. And so right. I never put, there was never like, there was never one plus one. It was just like one plus this is who I am. What? <laughs> one plus this is me. <laughs> hey, this and is that's it. what you're getting. <laughs> I better figure it out. If this is what yeah. I got, I better figure out how to cope with it. No, I, I yeah. No, I feel that. I, I think, I think everybody needs one. At least, at least once every so often just to check in and like I like you're saying, like identify some of that stuff. Like, you know, uh, you know how people have like intrusive thoughts? They're like driving and they're like, What if I just <laughs> yeah. you know, like skirt I get those <laughs> about just, heights. <laughs> that's a symptom of anxiety. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Intrusive thoughts are are symptoms of anxiety. What kind of anxiety? Because that's gotta be like Girl, a whole separate kind, right? I don't know. I'm not, gotta, I'm not an actual fan. Gotta be. Gotta be. There's gotta be. <laughs> I used to think that people who said they were depressed or or people who believed in like psychology and all that shit were just full of themselves. Now you know. I still think that kind of. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I do. I do. And my whole reason for it is because I felt like I had a kind of tough childhood and my whole coping mechanism was I would surround myself with people and friends and, and their families and people who would always keep me in a good mood, put me in a good mood and allow me to be my best self. And I just continued to do that for my whole adulthood. And I've never been as upset or depressed or sad as I would be if I was forced to be in a situation I didn't want to be in. I'm an adult. I can choose who I want right, to be around, what I want to do. Why would I be upset? A, Why would I put myself a in a situation mechanism. where I'm upset? Not I'm everybody just, has. You're sad. Go watch something funny, stupid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't sit there and no. be depressed the whole time. Go do something about it. No. So it's like, woman, bitching. That's a- you want a bitch? Bitch after you tried to fix it and you couldn't. Then you could bitch a little bit to so like your close friends and then go try to fix it again until you fix it. Oh my God. That's no. I, hold on. I'm not done. This, this is my rant. Then you can attack me. <laughs> whenever i get into an argument like say it's like a just for example like say it's a relationship argument right i will try to think about it or i'll try to take a step back and look at the whole perspective from my side from her side from somebody else's side i'll get advice from somebody um speaking objectively like i won't give them all the details or whatever and i'll try to i'll try to piece it all together and then i'm like if I freak out, am I justified or am I acting like am I overreacting or am I right. underreacting? How should I re- how should I cope with this or how should I deal with this? Should I think about it more? Should I act immediately? Like right. I try to think about because I when the situation is done, I don't want to be like, oh damn, I look stupid as fuck for like reaching out to like ten people and we were arguing over what we have for dinner on Monday. Right. I don't want to look stupid in front of everybody. Like I've, I'm gonna figure it out, and then when I'm done, I can laugh about it later. Fair. Okay, however, no, attack me, attack me. however <laughs> that's that's a coping mechanism and it's a good one. Like I'm not saying like don't do that. Not at all. That's a, a coping mechanism. And I I feel like it's something that you've learned like because of situations that you've been in the past. But some people don't have that. Some people don't have the either the know-how or the the experience to be able to be like oh shit, this one person always gets me into trouble and is always bringing me down. Let me remove myself from them. They feel like obligational ties and stuff like that. Like uh, for your people example, you know, not only that, like that's just, that's a real, like a really well-developed, like 
I'm going to fucking figure this shit out on my own. Not everybody has that. And it's not just something that you can like develop either. For some people, like it's no shit, a chemical imbalance. I know. I mean, see that, that is when I started to be like, oh, okay. Let's see. This yeah. is a real thing then. This is a real, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, now you guys got proof. You got me. You got yeah. Me. Like, like no shit. Like I'm, I'm missing a, 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 a neuron receptor to be yeah, able yeah. to. That's, absorb some of these things see i see now i agree with that but i also i still just can't fully get behind like damn i'm upset there's no way to fix it you've never felt like fuck what i'm gonna oh, do no i definitely have right but eventually I feel like you work there are situations that would be way worse yeah exactly right and that's but for why some like people that that eventually like eventually working your way out of it takes months instead of like a couple days to kind of ponder it for i guess Jeez, i just don't know what was i about to say i was about to say something uh chemical imbalance depression months takes a long time yeah can't go fuck Uh i might have lost it I can't help you with that one. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Damn it. I lost it. No, go ahead. Keep going. Maybe it'll come back to me. Uh, Uh, Just for for some people, it's a bigger gap. Like, like it takes you maybe a day or maybe a couple minutes to kind of like reflect on an argument you had. Right. And, but for some people, excuse me, takes a couple months and they're sad about it the whole time. Okay. I think I found it. I think I found it. There you go. So I think. I like I've been bummed out about shit, but I've never because like using the most extreme situation, obviously. Yeah. Um. So if we're using the most extreme situation, I've never been so bummed out about something that I've wanted to kill myself. Right. Because that's the first thing they always ask you when you're getting questions to get like a therapist. Have you ever wanted to hurt yourself? Have you ever thought about hurting yourself? Right. I've never, no matter what I've been upset about, like the deepest upsetness, I've never gotten so low to the point where I've wanted to hurt myself. And I don't understand how or why anybody else could or would want to and that that is my whole argument against not wanting to believe that depression is necessarily a real thing but then the whole chemical imbalance is a valid argument well depression doesn't i know you said like using the most extreme example depression doesn't necessarily mean like i'm gonna fucking kill myself like you can still be sad and not want to kill yourself you know that was just my argument for not understanding how you how somebody justify, could get to that point yeah how you could justify such a, a gr- not gruesome but like such a mm, not flam not flamboyant but like bodacious such an extreme act. yeah like such yeah. a such a crazy act of of something that's abnormal to for sure even that person for sure and just blame I, it on something some chemical imbalance i feel like it's a good argument but it's a weak argument I don't, I don't think it's weak. So for people who like, don't like psychology, right? Like, like me, right? Like, so, so for the Stevens of the world, like, I think it's because I think what helps rather is knowing the science behind it. I think that'll help you be like a little bit more accepting about the fact that depression is a real thing. It's like, funny you say that because when they were asking me what my preferences were in my psychiatrist or who I would be talking to or whatever. And I was like, can I just get someone smart? Yeah, I was like, I want someone yeah. who's been doing this for a really, really long time because I'm gonna ask him questions like, "What if he if he keeps asking me like, well, how does that make you feel?" Then I'm gonna be like, "All right, motherfucker, what'd you really do to get your degree? I mean, right. why why are we sitting here like, don't hold my hand and and sing kumbaya? Like, I want right. show me why you're a psychiatrist and how you're gonna help me. 
Well, some people, so I think it's super important to interview your psychologist, psychiatrist before you like get in, in depth with them. Like here's 17 childhood traumas. Oh, by the way, I'm not equipped to handle those. Right. I think it's super important to know who you're getting into it with, but there's different types of like psychology. There's different people, different, different leadership traits that they have, like that'll obviously adapt to you as the patient. Like some people, if they came in and they were like, all right, motherfucker, like, here's what's wrong. Here's how we're going to fix it. Let's fucking move on. Right. I'd be good with that. That'd be great for you. But somebody else would be like, why are you yelling at me, bro? Like, I just, I need somebody to, to, to talk to, to just like, let it out. Like people are different. And it's, it's the same for like, for anything. Like if I'm trying to get somebody to, to go on a hike and they're like, man, hiking is so hard. And I'm like, bro, just walk. They're yeah. like, it doesn't help me. I don't understand. Right. Like you got to like ease them into, all right, well let's go for a jog for a quarter of a mile. And then we're going to walk the rest of the mile. And talk right. About it, right. You know what I mean? Like there's just different types for different people, different, different folks, different strokes. Hey, I heard that. <clears throat> but you know, talking about this really got me thinking like maybe it's funny. Cause when I did my EMT training and basic and all that, like training at the fire department, when I was there in Washington, um, I feel like one of the things I really struggled with was the bedside manner yeah. during during like the examination. So when you're getting all your EMT training, you have to learn all the medical shit about every part of the body and then like the basics on how to help and stop with the basic tools that you're given and then basically keep them alive long enough to get them to the hospital. Right. And a lot of the stuff would you get called out to in re- the real life situations where people who were like, oh, my tummy hurts. And then you have to try and narrow it down with all these lists of questions and you gain the ability to ask different questions through your experience and and different things that you've seen. Um, And so my biggest, I felt like the biggest thing I struggled with was bedside manner, like talking to these people whose stomach hurts or people who were doing too many drugs and, and they couldn't miss class and they were worried they're going to miss their finals or whatever. Right. I'm like, bro, just relax. Like you're going (laughs) to let you take the test. And then one time this girl was freaking out. She was like, really? He told you that? And I was like, oh, oh I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting a follow-up question. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, he, 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 I will email him. We'll make sure. <laughs> really? He, he told you specifically? Motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that then I, I felt like I really, that was the biggest thing that I struggled with was like just talking to him and, and talking them through what I was doing and what I was thinking and, and the, what the situation, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's why, cause I wouldn't have needed it or wanted it. Right. And so People I can rationalize trying to do it. I feel like the hardest, the hardest thing to be able to do to help someone else, right? Like in, in whatever situation is being able to evaluate what that type of person is going to be receptive to. That's super tough to do, especially for like a, a EMT, like, like, like you were saying, like you got to do it within a couple seconds of walking in. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Super That's tough. E- easily one of the toughest jobs I've ever had to do. And then yeah. people get paid minimum wage to do that shit. Easily one of the toughest jobs I've ever had to do. Not stressful yeah. necessarily, <laughs> just because of my skill set and what I lacked in bedside manner, I felt like it was one of the toughest things I had to try and do. I was yeah. <laughs> When we were going through our, our testing, um, we had to do like a group thing where this patient was unconscious and now you have to go in there with a team of people. 
excuse me, sorry, set spicy ramen coming back. <laughs> Instant karma. Instant karma. Here it comes. So, <laughs> during the the testing, it was a, a group test basically. So we're all students, and we had to go in there, and the patient was unconscious, and you walk in, and the paramedic tells you what you see basically on your patient, and then you have to go from there. Right. And um, the whole group wanted me to get put in charge of telling mm. them what to do and, and lead in this scenario, basically. Right. Definitely didn't get a hundred percent. We probably got like a 95 or a 96 or something like that. Cause we missed a couple of things that I caught before I even walked out, but yeah. they gave us the pass cause we didn't miss anything major. Okay. <clears throat> but they, they wanted me in charge because as soon as we walked in, I was like, boom, I need you doing this. Boom. I need you doing that yeah. I need you over here. I want you to hold, I want you to hold the neck. I want you to cut the clothes off. I want you to check for more burns. I want you to flip them over. Or like I was going through everything and, and tasking everybody out and making sure everyone was doing different things. And then I had to go through and then also do the biggest part of the examination, which was basically like the whole head to toe, make sure right. nothing else was broken and look for bleeds and all that stuff. So they, they, I'm good at like doing my job and getting zoned in and giving tasks and, and getting everyone to work together. But I'm not like, if that patient was awake, I probably would have had to have someone else do that. Yeah. Have someone else be, be lead on that. Yeah. Guy. Cause like, I wouldn't have yeah. been able to talk to the patient and be like, Hey, I need you to relax. Like we're just, this is what we're going to do. Eventually I got a little better at it. Like, I feel like if I had to go do it now, I would be a lot better because For sure. I've been doing it where I've been dealing with like, People. everyone you know what i mean yeah. I'm, I'm working in an office now so i feel like i've gotten a little better at it but still not great yeah i mean that makes sense i i think that i think it takes like a certain type of person you know to be able to just be like what is that person gonna be the, that that's the biggest thing is what is a person gonna be most receptive to what for type sure. of shit yeah for sure like my when i went to go get my first time i ever had to get the the nasal test for covid where yeah. they like tickle your fucking brain through your nose, yes. right? Yeah. So I had to go get that shit. And it was like a drive through one, right? So I pulled up and it was this older lady who was a nurse who was about to do it. And she was in my window basically. And I was like, uh, is this the one where it's going to go all the way on my nose or whatever? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, like I had to take a deep breath. I had to like undo my seatbelt, lay the seat back a little bit, like relax. Right. And she was like talking me through it. She's like, oh, honey, you're going to be fine. You're going to be all right. Yeah. And I, she was like super sweet. And then she like did the whole thing. And I was like grabbing the steering wheel. And, and she was like, oh, you're all right. You're all right. She had it up there for like six minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> I was tearing up and dying. And then when it was all over, we were laughing and joking. Like, see, it wasn't that bad. I was like, I almost died. Almost died. <laughs> I almost passed away right here. <laughs> and then uh, right before I left, she was like, "What branch of the service were you in?" I was like, "I was a Marine." She was like, "Yeah, this is funny. This is about the same reaction I get out of all the Marines." Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, ragging on us. That shit no. was so funny. She was so sweet, it's though. Tough. It's <laughs> tough. You know, my sister's uh in school right now to be a nurse, but she's doing like like some like super freaking ahead of the game. Like I think she's going to be like a, what do they call them? Physician's assistant. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's like uh, the one who does kids doctors. No, no, is no, it? not pediatrics. Oh yeah. That's the word. Uh, physician. Yeah. So that's like a doctor's assistant, right? Right. It's still a nurse, but it's not like a regular RN. Right. Like right, have, right. right. So that's what she's doing. You basically I get like been, paired up with a doctor, right? I, th- I mean, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it's 
or just doctors in general. Right. It's not going to be an RN, but it's not going to be an MD. It's somewhere. Right. She's not going to be working in the ER. She's going to be paired up with like. A I mean, doctor, she might be, depending on where she goes. You should talk to her, and then next week we'll get up. Yeah, wrap that back Because <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea what a physician's assistant is compared to a regular no RN. No, I idea. have no idea. But no, I'd be using no and abusing her. I call her <laughs> all the time for everything. I call her all the time, and I'm like. So I was just looking up this one drug, and by looking up, I mean I, I heard it on a TV show. Right. <laughs> on a commercial. Ask your on a commercial. <laughs> and I immediately right you. call her. Immediately. And I'm like, uh, hey, real quick, what does this drug do to your body? And she is so freaking smart. She'd be like, okay, well, let's talk our way through it. So you know that epinephrine. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. It makes sense. It all makes sense. (laughs) Breaking down the medical terminology. Oh, yes. I called her her the other day and I was like, I was like, bro, I have a perpetual stuffy nose out here, like in this elevation. And she was like, yeah. She goes, she goes, we call that seasonal allergies. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, you don't have a a big scientific breakdown for it? (laughs) I hit the local grocery store, get some honey, some local honey. Yep. That. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I've been fighting that since I moved to the Midwest. My allergies and like just my immune system in general Suppressed. has shit the bed since I moved here. I don't think I've been super healthy for more than like a week at a time. Oh no. It's oh, the no. worst. The absolute worst. Like right now yeah. I feel like I'm about to get sick. I'm about to go blow up a toilet somewhere. <laughs> I feel terrible. I don't even know why. That ain't it. But we're about to we're dead at wait, you got one more thing? Yeah, one time I I was in a a biology class and I called her. I was in Oki, and I called her. Uh, and it's like four a.m. her time, and yeah. I'm like, "Hey, real quick, how does blood flow through the heart?" And no shit, in half half sleep stupor, she's like, "All right, well, it's gonna travel up this artery and then it pumps uh-huh. through this chamber." I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me!" You give me like months. you give me like fifteen minutes. And my notes from EMT class that I could break that whole <laughs> shit down into like a five minute presentation. If I have my my leftover notes, I might I might be there with you, but for sure I got take a minute. That was like the first thing that I remember learning. Like we got I got that real down pat was the flow of blood through the body and the heart. Yeah. That was the first thing we had to learn for sure. I gotta use note cards the whole time. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, There's no everyone, way. Everyone had note cards. We were sharing them and shit. Yeah. It was wow. All right, let's wrap this up. Episode sure. 20 in the books. Still got summer. Boom. Summer will probably be back next week for sure. And then uh, we appreciate y'all for listening. Don't forget to give us a like, rate, subscribe, review, all that good shit. And we'll see you guys next week. Hope you liked it. Those. Are-